If you feel anxiety, it is the world knocking at your door, demanding you to produce what you can and what you must, because it's within you. ever been parked up in a car having a deep conversation with someone? So have I. The Park Our Conversation and Frontier Fine Cars presents to you Driven. Let's get started. This is Driven, episode two. I am here with Dame from Brims. Blessings, blessings. Happy to be here. Tell us, and when I say like, I want you to introduce yourself to someone who doesn't know you, mm-hmm. and that person is I. I am that person. Introduce yourself to me. Who are you? So, my name is Damien Royce. Um, I started on this quest like 20 years ago to uh, become someone in the fashion industry here in mm-hmm. Toronto. Um, and you really have to be driven when you want to do something like that because you're en- you're entering into um, a territory that's unchartered. So mm-hmm. a lot of the times you have to navigate those waters yourself. Right. And especially during these times or these COVID times mm-hmm. where everything is unprecedented. Um, you got to find ways of renewing what you do and how you engage people. So... To make it a long story short, my name is Damien Royce. I've been in the fashion industry for over 20 years. Started with a company called Big It Up to begin with. Halfway through, we started another company called Brims. We said Big It Up had a baby, and it was named (laughs) Brims. And so that gave me another opportunity to re-engage an audience in a different way and bring it to the main street. Big It Up was in the malls. We took what we're doing now to the street, and it's a lifesaver. If I was in the malls right now, I'd be dead. So it's a good position to be in. Well, well, thank you for that introduction. That uh, was a mouthful of just power. Uh, you had a baby, big it up, had a baby, <laughs> and then you have brims, you know, and, and you've brought new life. We have. And so let's just talk, touch on that real quick, sure. right? So 20 years in the fashion industry, and I've done my research. So mm-hmm. you were at Eaton Center in Yorkdale. If you're from Toronto, you know, those are some of our uh, biggest, biggest, ones. biggest, biggest malls. Absolutely. So that's amazing. And now you have your own storefront. Mm -hmm. That just blows my mind. If I think about like the the level of capacity that you've been able to grow is just inspiring to say the least. Thank you for that. And so let's touch on that. Okay. It's pandemic. This is a really like a very relevant moment for everybody. How does a business like yours with the storefront, which is now in Kensington Market, used to be on Queen Street, Mm -hmm. which is like fashion district, gay, you For sure, it. hey, to that, that's a big deal in Toronto. How do you shift? Like, what has pen- the pandemic meant to you for your business? I mean, the pandemic, uh, when it first came around, mm-hmm. it shakes your legs. You know, again, this is something we're dealing with, something that we've never had to deal with before right. in our lives. So when it first came around, um, you're not sure what the next move is going to be, but you have to respond very quickly. We were lucky that Definitely. we just moved into the new space. So right. we cut rent by half, which was great for hey, us no, because I'm not mad at you. You know, my friend's dad who owns a store for 30 years said, Damien, any any penny saved is money earned. So we were saving half a bag right there. Mm. So that was very helpful for us, right? Amazing. And then we found that we had to connect with our customers in different ways. So before we used to people coming into the store, walking in, connecting right. that way. But we also have an email list of 15,000 people that we connect with. And they often tell you, grow that. 
grow yes. that list, connect with that. Because even though we have a, a platform on Instagram, right. we don't own that platform. That can be taken away from us anytime. So the fact that we have our own email list has helped us as well because it connects us with an audience. I can put something out on social, on IG, and it might have traction. I can put the right. same thing out on the newsletter and it'll have more traction. So it just shows you, you need to always cater to your audience in any way that you can connect with them. So we were lucky right. to have those people. And then I was lucky to always believe in great customer service. Mm -hmm. So believing in great customer service is what still gets me customers to this day. I believe it. I can spend an hour on my emails and come away with thousands of dollars based on just a few clicks of my keys right? right so that's just because i'm connecting with people i'm giving them service right and i always try to go above and beyond so even during the pandemic what has helped us is the fact that we started doing a lot of manufacturing in-house mm. and what that means is we bought an embroidery machine we got hat press machines we're buying a dtg printer yeah. we, we do all these things so we can help ourselves we always believe right. that you have to have a hand in production so if i have a hand in production i still work with china i still work with pakistan i still work with all these people here mm -hmm. in this city as well mm -hmm. but I'm able to also do things for myself. So I put myself in a position mm -hmm. where customers can come to me and they can utilize the services that I offer. Right. So the fact that I don't have to always be out there running and running and chasing and chasing right. a customer, they're walking the business to me because of the way I position myself. It's like being on a chessboard. You got to set mm -hmm. it up so it works for you. And when you've been in the industry for a long time, you can figure out where you want to be. And so mm -hmm. I'm lucky and every day I wake up and I say I'm grateful, truly grateful. So again, just giving great customer service and making sure that the customers that you have keep coming back, mm -hmm. always go above and beyond. And they walk that business back to you because they're out there doing the work that perhaps you're not doing. You're not out For there sure. connecting with the end consumer, but they are, but you're servicing them. So they're bringing the work to you and you're just blessing them and they keep Absolutely. bringing the work back to you. That's a big word from a big boss. Ah, you're kind. Okay, you're I, kind. I, I, I want you. You're kind. That's a word. One, right? And I'm, I was, I don't know if you could tell, I was smiling while you were oh, saying yeah. that <laughs> because I have people in my corner who are every single day on me about, you mm -hmm. need to build an email mm -hmm. list. You Important. need to build an email list because yes, you, do, you do not own your platform on Instagram. No, you do not own you your don't. platform on YouTube, whatever the case is. And That's if they true. shut that down... Gone. There you go. Gone. That's all, That's it. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And so the, there's like a strong importance. And this is, you know, for anyone who's watching this, who has their own business, their own network, their own community going. This is a word for myself. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go home today yeah. and start on it. Okay. That's I will have an, an, uh, a newsletter by next week. <laughs> all right. Right. By next week. Clavio. Because it's true. Use that platform. Clavio. It's great. Clavio.com. Yeah. Use that platform. You'll see it on the bottom. This is a, you know, this is a gem. Use out. And I think another important thing that you said is that you have to be able to have your own hand in production. You do. You, it's kind of like you have a middleman, but if you are the, you oh, know. Yeah. If, if you're the plug, they come to you. If you're the plug. They come to you. You're the plug. So People be are the coming plug. to you. Be and the that's plug. awesome. So you do embroidering, you everything in-house. Absolutely. Everything custom made. Absolutely. Make all the magic in-house. And we do it. Outside of house as well. We we have production overseas, right. but as much as I can do in-house, I will do. And that work comes to me. And even if I am overcapacitated, I can send the work overseas. Definitely. Right? 
That's when when you scale your business, yes. you you need the hands. You we, do. we speak about this all the time, just in terms of like even growing a team. You have you know sometimes you can't do it all by yourself, but you know when you get to that level, and that's a, that's a question that I genuinely mm-hmm. want to know. Okay, twenty years in the fashion industry, you have your own storefront. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a lot of people out there watching this who are wondering how did you do that what are the steps can you bring us through oh a timeline boy. through some steps of how someone goes from you know having was it pop-ups in in, yeah. in malls so we had kiosks in malls how do you even okay bring us from there how do you so, even start doing that well first you have to have a product right. and you have to have um supply that product to be able to go to the mall and uh convince them that you deserve a shot at going into their establishments and that mm. you can maintain. Because for those little kiosks, the cheapest rent on those little kiosks was like eight grand a month on oh. a tiny little thing, right? So wow. when you're going in there, if butterflies aren't in your stomach, <laughs> they're there the first day you open because 29 days rolls around very quickly and you got to find that. And hmm. you need to be able to eat, replenish your inventory mm-hmm. and pay that rent, right? So... I think the most important thing that you can do, build a team. You need to build a team, and the mm-hmm. team shouldn't just be driven by money they're going to make in their own pockets right away. Because right. you have to put an investment. Like a farmer doesn't just sow seeds and plant a field and expect it back in two weeks. You mm-hmm. can't get a return in two weeks. Very true. So you got to put your money in. People have to be willing to go to toe with each other, support mm-hmm. each other, and believe in the drive. So if there's a, if there's a vision... You have to articulate that vision into the mission, right? right. You got to be able to do that. And you need those hands to help you walk those dogs, mm-hmm. milk those cows, mm-hmm. right? You mm-hmm. need all those hands. Right. And sometimes you got to do it alone. To be honest, some of the best people have had to do it on their own sometimes. Right. But then you've had to reassemble a new team at a later date. Right. right, because you can do every single job and every single task on your own. Here at Frontier Fine Cars, this is more than just a car dealership. This is a full-on experience. Get the car that you love, that you've always wanted. No credit, bad credit, good credit, Honda, Toyota, Benz, Bima, whatever car you want, you can get it here. Go to FrontierFineCars.com, click apply and add in the promo code, the Park Car Conversation. You will get a free detailing of your car and also $150 for gas. Apply now. But you you have to have a clear vision. I think to begin, if the vision isn't clear, that's your roadmap. To start that's there. That's your plan. Build a, a strong vision. Absolutely. Strong product. And then you need to let the people that are working with you mm-hmm. believe in that mission. They mm-hmm. have to believe in that mission. If they don't believe in the mission, it becomes an obstacle for them. And they have to veer off. Right. They, they can't help you with that. Nothing right. you can do about that. I think that's so important. It's like leadership. Absolutely. If you have strong leadership, Absolutely. I've seen I've seen it happen here at Frontier yeah. Fine Cars where we're at. They have a strong leadership team, that's and it trickles down. And everyone, you know, when I come in, the vibe is always good. People are always happy. Yeah. For the most part. And people leave happy, and they mm-hmm. come back. Right. That's the number one. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we got some hand claps <laughs> for that. That's important. So have a strong product. Then you got to go into, you know, wherever you got to go with a a strong plan. Say this is, you know, you got to play with numbers. You got to understand your numbers. Absolutely. You have to understand your product and who's buying your product. See, some people become very afraid and then they think it's all about price. If you're just creating a product based on price, you're not going to win. Walmart can do it better. There's a ton of big Mm -hmm. boys that could do it better. Mm -hmm. You can create something like, look at Dr. Dre. 
he came out with a set of earphones that nobody needed. No one needed a new earphone, True. but he was a lover of music. And he said, I make this product for people who love music. It's right. $300. Do you love, how much do you love music? Mm -hmm. A lot of people love good music. Right. It doesn't matter what you're listening to. Right. If it sounds great, you're buying the sound. Power. Right? Absolutely. So know what you're trying to do and then find ways to connect with your audience. Right. Your items don't have to be cheap. They just have to be really good. Marketing. Really good. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Marketing and also like a strong meaning. You got it. Mm -hmm. And then you know what? The people who buy your product, they become mavericks and lovers of your product. And they're the ones that go out there to become ambassadors right. and in impact other people, influence others to come back and right. buy what you're doing as well. Those words, Im like impact, inspire, I think those are such powerful words. I feel like I want more people to, you know, speak on every day. Mm. Think about those words every single day. Because if you think about the ability to inspire somebody, well, if you, if I inspire you, you're going to go out and inspire somebody oh, else. Sure. If you, if I impact you, you're going to be an impactful person to somebody Absolutely. else. Those are powerful, yes. powerful oh, tools yeah. to have. And to be honest, when we inspire, we make others better. We make mm -hmm. ourselves better as well. I mean, we always have this motto, learn, earn, return. If right. you learn, you can go out there and earn because you employ what you've learned. Right. And you return that knowledge. You're giving it back to a community of people. But right. they take that and they become better. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone is heightened by it. Mm -hmm. That's the magic of life. If we're giving like that, stay positive, stay blessed, and pass on the blessings. Yeah, right? it returns to you. It does. For sure. I got some hand claps over there. I heard that. <laughs> I heard some hand claps over there for that. <laughs> and then to own a storefront, that's, a, that's a, a big responsibility. I think a lot of people want to eventually get there, yeah. right? What does that require for an, a young wow. entrepreneur, for the youth that are watching this? What does yes. that require for you to be a storefront owner? So, guys, if you want to sell a product, so... Retail, brick and mortar, mm. it's, it's a more archaic way of doing things right now, especially if you just want to sell a product. Yes, people still need to come into a store sometimes, touch a product. They want to do that. Right. But if you're young and you don't want to just waste the money, get a cooperative space, share mm. a space, gotcha. right? You could even do it in a warehouse. It's just, again, content is king right now. So if you gotcha. create content, you can sell your merch and you can get the right people wearing it. That's going to do just as well as, you know, if you had a store and people were walking into it. Because sometimes that's a detractor. In these times, especially mm -hmm. in the pandemic times, you don't necessarily have to have a storefront. Mm -hmm. It's great if you find the right people to put the things on mm -hmm. and then you're pre-ordering pre and pre-selling everything. Right. When you're pre-selling everything, you don't need the storefront. You can just ship that's the beauty of Shopify, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So start an online platform. Start an online store before you actually do the brick and mortar. If you want to do brick and mortar, start the online, build traction, and then you can take it offline and do pop-up shops. It's better to do it that way because mm -hmm. you're not wasting your bag. Right. Because you're going to have some slow months, and if you're deep in the hole, those slow months can kill you. But yep. if you're online, you don't have to pay that landlord that type of money every month right. you can now take that money and reinvest it back into your product right. i want to see a young a young head win like that i want to see mm -hmm. you win i don't want to see you lose so and and this is advice from somebody who has a storefront so you guys heard that 
e-commerce. Absolutely. The world of e-commerce is a big, big, big game changer. And I think like if the pandemic taught a lot of people that is that, you know, you got to be able to shift and you got to be able to have an online presence. Big time. I mean, what we do right now, even with the retail store, we've turned it into like a manufacturing warehouse. It's I'm it's coming to you, by the way. Right now. Yeah, anytime. I'm coming to you. Park anytime. Park Conversation t-shirts. The food is good down there as well. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, yeah. But that's the magic of being able to retool and pivot. We just flipped everything that we were doing. Now we close the store. People aren't coming in. So if you come there, it's all boxes, sweatshirts, hats everywhere, and we're just manufacturing for uh, other people. Right. And so that is what has blessed us and brings money through the doors continuously. Right. You've had to shift. Absolutely. And uh, entrepreneurship, I think that's one thing. And, you know, people don't realize is that this journey isn't always going to look like what you want it to look like. <laughs> that's the truth. You know, you you think that things are going to go X, Y, Z for you. And sometimes the things that you want aren't for you. Things will happen very, very fast and very truth. quick. So you have to be able to think quick. And so I'm I'm very, very proud of you. Oh, it's my first time meeting you. I'm proud of you that your yeah, business is booming. It. I'm gr- like we're grateful. Working. We're yeah. working. And we're thankful for that. Name something that throughout this journey has been vital to your, vital. either your, your wellness, to your success, something that's been vital. It doesn't have to be one thing. It could be many things. But talk on something that's been vital to you. Flexibility. And uh, being able to find balance, keeping balance. I've always believed in um, finding that balance where you have like a balanced equilibrium. And philosophy has always been great to me. Thinkers, the way people think matters so much to me because we can learn so much from them. Right. And there are so many great thinkers that have come before us. The more we know about them, we can employ what we know. Because, you know, there there are people, great writers that have said, We love stories because stories become equipment for living. Lessons learned from all the stories, whether it's Nipsey or whoever we're learning from. Shout out Nip. Yeah, shout out Nip. Nip. Shout out Nip. Neighborhood Nip. Nip. (laughs) You already know. So, like, the lessons we learn, we can take away and we can apply to our own lives. Someone's doing something great, you can apply those moves to your own lives, right? So this is what we're here to do. The more we learn, the more we can employ. So we have to be thankful for the fact that we can pretty much get any any kind of information we want. It's at the tip Definitely. of our finger fingertips. It's just how we use the time. For sure. It's how we use the time. And for anybody listening, get on your crypto. Get on your crypto. Find okay. some time to study that. Okay. You have homework to do. Homework. All the most influential people around me that have allowed me to, you know, take even my brain, my mind, my energy to another mm-hmm. level have been super big readers Absolutely. have been super big people on like finding new information. information i feel like i read that you know there's some friends in my life mm-hmm. who read like tons of books and i feel like i read new books all the time <laughs> nice. just through them nice and that's the power of even just like the transfer of information Absolutely. that Absolutely. i haven't even read some of these books and i can finish a sentence of, of the four agreements oh, yeah. i love it it was so crazy the other day we we're having a conversation in my living room and they were talking about the, the book four agreements mm-hmm. i have never read this book mm-hmm. okay and they, they had the three points and then i i finished the last <laughs> point and you i said connected with that spirit and I just remembered. It's just like even just through the information mm-hmm. of other people. So mm-hmm. that's super powerful. Very powerful. The balance. Mm-hmm. All right. So you're speaking to a mom now. Mom, yes. A mom of a two and a half yes. year old. I think that's my biggest excuse. The time. I feel mm. so overwhelmed. I can't get X, Y, Z done. How does someone like you? Okay. Because this is like goals to me. Yeah. Yeah. You are a big boss. You have your company. 
you've been in this game for over 20 years your wellness how do you balance business life wow. your energy being happy like how because sometimes that takes me over and i'm yes. just I, i'm grumpy it's tough it's tough because you don't always get everything done and sometimes there are sacrifices you don't get to spend the quality time that you would like to with the people you love right mm -hmm. so you miss out on some stuff but you have mm -hmm. to know you're doing it for a reason mm -hmm. you're doing it so perhaps at some point you will get to do all of that and more and make up for it tenfold right mm -hmm. you do it so you can have some control over your own destiny right mm -hmm. where no one else is going to tell you when and, and where you can go and how to do it because you've you've set up a system mm -hmm. where it's yours you know how to run it right people are actually running it for you and you can do what you want to do that's what you want so you have to keep that in mind right. always keep the goal in mind why are you doing it you have to know why you're doing it so you can make up and try to at least connect with the people that do require you connecting with them like for right. instance a gentleman told me children spell love t-i-m-e mm -hmm. so it's the time you spend with them that mm -hmm. lets them know you love them so with your son he's two two and a half yeah, yeah hug him lots hug yeah. him lots love him let him know that Definitely. he is loving sometimes as he grows take him with you on yeah. some of these you know adventures that you're having because Definitely. he's going to learn through that Definitely. And he'll give it back at some point, right? Yeah, I, th I was reminded in that moment, like, that's my why. Mm. That's one of my whys. I like that. But that's a big why. I like That's a huge why. You know, and so even in the moments where I feel overwhelmed because my day just, it, it passed me and mm -hmm. I didn't get what I wanted to get yeah. done, is that this is my why. Yes. So it might require a little bit of sacrifice. Sure. He might have to sit down and watch Cokie <laughs> Melon for a little, another <laughs> half an hour so I can get this, this job done. But for in real. the long run, you know, that's... It's going to pay off. It's yeah. going to pay off. Yeah, and you're doing it for a reason. He's the why. You know, that struck a, also a thought in my brain. Um, Kobe. Yes. Yes. I, I, you know, the sports the world is not something that like, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. super big on, right? Mm -hmm. But just even seeing after he passed, how, you know, how many of, year, of his years he dedicated to basketball. Yeah. And after so they retired, it mm -hmm. was like, I'm going to give back to my family Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Right. And he was doing that with his daughter, breaking through, yeah. you know, supporting her in her quest to be the next great Bryant. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's magic. And so if you're watching this, entrepreneurship is going to require some sacrifice. There is going to be Tons a, of it. you know, and, and those aren't always going to be super feel good moments. You're going to have to use your mind, use your power and work through those moments. You got to find it. solutions. You're going to have problems. You have to find solutions for all of them. And if you don't have answers to all of them, you got to reach out to others, to people who have those answers. So someone said, don't let the fact that you don't know something insult your intelligence, mm -hmm. because we also have a faculty to connect with others and and ask them for yeah. some help as well right definitely i think um i just even again information yeah. right if if i don't know it's okay to not know Very reach true. out to people who do know wow. they always say you know find someone on linkedin who's in your field who already wants to do it for people yeah. who want to be in corporate world email them see hey how did you get into this job position i'm Absolutely. just asking you know and what's the worst that can happen out of it and no reply uh, I'm a busy, then you just try somebody else. You and just you, keep trying. And you take a million no's until you get the, the one yes. Definitely. You got to go through it. You got to have thick skin to be an entrepreneur. Thick skin. You have to have thick skin. That toad skin. skin is required. You thick need skin. It. Very much so. That's a mental prep, okay? If you're watching this, you have to have thick skin because it's not always going to go exactly the way you want it to. Those yeses that you really want, sometimes oh, yeah. they're a no for a reason. Oh, yeah. And when the yes hits, 
it'll feel Very sweet. So. I promise you, because I've hit those moments before yes. where I was like, okay, I really wanted, really wanted that. But what I do get, trust me, it feels sweet. Mm, trust me, it, it feels I sweet. It. And you have to know how to balance stress. You know, mm-hmm. you, you can't take stress out on others. So if something is stressful in your day and, and in your world, it's not a key to take it out on others. So find ways to balance that, mitigate it, and figure out ways to overcome it. Right. We have to. What does community mean to you? What does community support community. mean to you? Community. I mean, community is everything. First of all, you have to have the spirit of community in you. And I think that comes from my mother and my grandmother, mm-hmm. the way that, you know, I grew up in Ontario housing. So when I was a kid, I saw my mother work two jobs, uh, come here without a high school education, finish college here, go on to become a registered nurse and do things that I didn't think was a big deal when I was a kid. But now as an adult, I look and I say, wow, wow. you're like you're like a hero to me. Mm-hmm. Big you up, know, mommy. I, I love what you've done. I love listening to the stories that my grandmother tells me about early Higla days when she but she put all the kids through school with right. all that and I right. love that right. because that takes a certain dedication right mm-hmm. without that kind of dedication so I think my spirit of community comes from my grandmother my mother seeing my mother cook for all of my friends when I was a kid she'd rather us be at home and she knows where we are and she knows we're safe mm-hmm. and feed the wool out of on them <laughs> make sure they're good and from that mm-hmm. my mother has complete love for my friends from they could be in england they could be in africa wherever they are mm-hmm. it's love for mommy right. always so i guess i've taken that and wherever i am people are always welcome right? right and i'm always helping people so in turn they come around and help me when i need the help right so right. that spirit of community and going back to the high schools and giving back with the program that we call shoot with this creating that film program i just wanted you know young people to figure out that they have creative bones in their bodies. And mm-hmm. again, through the stories that they've uh, told, we taught them how to tell these stories, but they've always had the, the kernels within them to do it. You're just showing them how to do it, putting them in the driver's seat. And that also helps me because I didn't think I was a teacher. I never wanted to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. That's what I told myself. But when mm-hmm. I started doing it, I loved just engaging with these young people and seeing them flourish, mm-hmm. seeing them find their wings and fly. That was a magical feeling. And um, when you start to help others, whenever you need it, people are there to, to help you in a heartbeat. It comes back. It does come back to you. Karma is a real thing. And okay? that's community. Karma mm-hmm. is community. Mm-hmm. So when you're assisting and upholding certain standards for what community should be like, mm-hmm. you're setting an example. Mm-hmm. And they, should say, they say we should all lead by example. Right. I think, I mean, this is the first time I've ever met you, but that's the, you know, the sole reason why your blessings have come back to you. <laughs> Besides the fact that you have worked hard, you have a good energy. You give back. Energy's it comes everything. back. Energy's everything. You can tell yourself these things. What you tell yourself, your thoughts become Absolutely. who you are. Absolutely. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Those thoughts right. are powerful. So even for the youth with that program, you know, the things that you tell yourself, oh, I can't do this. But all of a sudden someone gives you the chance. So you've come and you gave mm-hmm. them, what was it, cameras? Yeah. Gave them the cameras, the mics, everything. And you know how we bought those cameras? How? We had our 10th anniversary for, for Big It Up. So I had the idea of like, okay, you know what? Again, community. Right. This was before this whole crowdfunding stuff. So Canon was rocking and doing some crazy things. <laughs> so I reached out to Saul. I didn't even know Saul fully back then, mm-hmm. but I reached out to Saul. Yo, we're having this 10th anniversary. I want to start this program. Shoot with this. 
would you be able to have Kanon headline our show so wow. we can raise funds to buy these t- buy these cameras? And he was like, word, you guys are doing that? Kanon was in New York. He got Kanon to jump on a plane. Like, this was weeks later. Yeah. Jump on a plane, come to Harbor Front Center, perform. Headline we raised it. funds. We bought those cameras, the mics, everything for these kids. Right. That was magic. That was reach. And he didn't charge us to perform. He didn't yeah. charge us to perform. Yeah. That was imagining. That's the love that comes from all of that. So That's community. That's community. That's community. That's community. And all of us have become really good friends. I mean, I've I've spent moments just riding roller coasters at the CNE with <laughs> me and Kanon, mm-hmm. doing all these things. Mm-hmm. And then when you start to connect with people like that, they connect you to other people. Right. Right? And when you start to connect with certain people, they actually make you better. You know why? Mm-hmm. They push you out of your comfort zone definitely they push you out mm-hmm. of your comfort zone and they start to stretch you but also sometimes they're working on projects where you have to intervene and, and assist and now the world that they're living in it's a completely different world because budgets are like crazy right so the things that they're asking for beyond your scale right. beyond your scope and when you enter that world oh man you become really good right you become really good after you're finished when you go back to your own stuff you're a magician. When the ground underneath me mm-hmm. feels uncomfortable, mm-hmm. I need to change. Mm. The God is yes. rocking my boat saying, okay, it's time for a change. Oh, it's time wow. to switch it up a little bit. Wow. And so when you said people who, you know, will help you stretch mm-hmm. the uncomfortable zones Very in entrepreneurship, so. you know, even you know, going back to people who have driven you, the real person who was driven in your life is mommy. Yeah. Was oh, grandma. Yeah. Absolutely. They had the drive. You yeah. know, the people who have done it before us, you know, we don't have to invent the wheel. The, you know, we don't have to reinvent it. Examples it's already there. You know, and so for all the people before us and for all the people who are in our lives right now who just, you know, challenge you, you look at them. Even I'm looking at mm-hmm. you like, wow, you yeah. know, it's possible. What it you is. do for the youth, especially like what I want to do with the youth, mm-hmm. it's possible. It's really You just got to get out there. You got to start. Yes. If you do not start, you cannot get to where you want Absolutely. to go. Absolutely, just take the first step. Take the first step. You know, you're talking about the, the ground moving underneath you. Mm-hmm. There's a psychoanalyst, his name is Rollo May, and he often says this. It made me think of anxiety in a completely different way. If you feel anxiety, it is the world knocking at your door, demanding you to produce what you can and what you must, because mm. it's within you. It's within you. <laughs> yeah, I I'm gonna always love that. Always. So those are the things that I live by. Like, that's my fuel. Those little things, those little kernels. Yeah. The more we know, the easier it is for us to tackle whatever comes towards us. Right. We can figure it out. And you have to believe that having that information is the key. Right. It is the key. Right. Right. And that affords you opportunities because the way you deal with others right. opens doors for you. And so I met this gentleman. He was doing floors for us. And he said, I don't work for money. And I'm listening to him while he's cutting boards and doing everything. I don't work for money. I work for opportunity. And he gave me some mm-hmm. examples, and that stuck with me. Mm-hmm. I don't work for money, yo. I work for opportunity. Opportunity mm-hmm. brings you money, brings you everything. Yeah. Let's work for opportunity, guys. When, you, when your passion is there, mm-hmm. the money doesn't matter oh, yeah. as much. Oh, yeah. It'll show they up. They always say, It'll you know. Just be amazing yeah. at what you do. It'll show up. Love what you do. Love Absolutely. what you do. It won't feel like a job. We love Absolutely. what you do. 
you know, it'll come regardless. Absolutely. Love and, it. And if you love what you do, it doesn't matter really what's coming in. I mean, make sure you're financially okay. Mm-hmm. You know, try to relieve that financial stress off yourself. Certainly, but certainly. if you're doing what you love, like you could die a happy person because this is what you did. This is what you love. And I, I think that's very important, you know, especially for youth, especially very for, true. I mean, not even just for the youth, for everyone watching this. It's like fi- align with what your heart feels good mm-hmm. with. Very align. True. And you will find the tools to do that. Oh, yeah. And get into tech. (laughs) So tech, (laughs) cryptocurrency, get an email list. All of that. Those are all big things. Khaled always talks about the importance of his phone. Who's Khaled? DJ Khaled. Oh, DJ Khaled. Another Another one. Another one. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many apps that come out that make you amazing. You just have to find out how to use them. Right. Don't just watch a video. Learn how to use all the apps that are at your fingertips. Right. Now being, I mean, so we, we started this driven series mm-hmm. and especially want to focus on black entre- entrepreneurship in Toronto. Yes. My dad is a black man. Mm-hmm. He looks similar to you. Yeah. He's had dreads down to here. My Respect brother's here that. too. You know, this is our, our dad. So I'm, I'm talking about a metaphor my dad has always said. Mm-hmm. He always said, as a black man, you have to work 10 times harder. Yeah. Right. Because the things are going to be against you. People will be against you. Right. And so especially me working in the high schools, working with a lot of black youth. Mm -hmm. I want you to speak to the young black youth or to a young aspiring business owner, a young aspiring entrepreneur. Mm. What it meant for you to be a black man in the space that you are in. Wow. Well, that's kind of loaded. To be honest, I've had um, I've had a lot of great mentors that have helped me as well, because sometimes Mm. You need your hand held as well because you're afraid often when you start trying, especially when you're young. But I would say the the sooner you can start, the better you can start tackling some of these fears. And then they often say, like, once we get past the fear, then we start to appear. Right. Mm. So we have to get. Say that again. Say that again for them. Once we get past the fear. Then we start to appear. Amen. Right. So we got to we got to show up. You just know that you have to show up. So. We can't be afraid. And if we're afraid, you never get to it. We delay. Mm-hmm. And we shouldn't be delaying. Um, and as a, a young black man, like I said, the more you know, the easier it is to start tackling these things. I have this one quote that's always in my head. I live on quotes. Mm-hmm. This quote is always in my head. Mm-hmm. And I learned it from an audio tape that I was listening to. Mm-hmm. And it's Marcus Garvey. I'm so listening. I'm thinking of your dad when I'm thinking of this. And he said, if you cannot do what others have done, what other races have done, then you had better die. Mm-hmm. It's tough. Mm-hmm. It's a tough quote. But he says, figure it out. Mm-hmm. Find ways of doing it. Mm-hmm. Get it done. Like, no excuses. Just get it done. Figure it out. Yeah. Right? And so I remember I went to my doctor. He's known me from when I was a little kid. And he's checking me out. He says, Damien, how long have I known you now, Damien? He looks in his file. Damien, I've known you from your 11 years old. Mm-hmm. Damien, my father always told me, being Jewish, I'd have to work hard. But you have to work three times harder than me, Damien. Mm-hmm. And so what I would say to a young black kid is that even though the fact that you have to work hard, don't despair. Don't mm-hmm. despair. Because sometimes we can despair and we can say, man, i got to work three times harder than you. I'm not even going to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. You can't despair. You have to know what you want. If you want something, you got to go get it. Mm-hmm. despite the obstacles and it's our job to transcend these obstacles if we don't transcend these obstacles mm-hmm. then you'll never become we're always in the state of becoming right. and the more we struggle through the more we 
crystallize into what we're supposed to be. Definitely. Your struggle is part of your journey. And it's beautiful, right? it's powerful. A beautiful struggle. But when we get there, when you get there, we can rejoice. Like, we can rejoice yeah. knowing that what we've come through. Yeah. Right? So don't despair. Please, that's the number one thing that I can say. Fight through it. Mm-hmm. Because you're worth it. Fight through it. I, th- I think a lot of people will let that in between take them over because yeah. and, and we've all been in those positions where you're going through a hard time and until you get over it until you see like the the silver lining or the bright end of the tunnel then you're like okay and that's you know what, what that's uh, you know what i'm okay that i went through that yeah, that was a sure. powerful moment in my life that for allowed sure. me to get to where i'm at absolutely and until you get to that sweet spot i always tell people who are in that in that mm-hmm. rough spot mm-hmm. it's like don't you're gonna you're gonna hit that sweet spot eventually for sure. and it's gonna feel sweet you know you gotta believe it because you know what mm-hmm. that sweet spot is a light before it actually exists in the world it exists in your mind if you think you can or you can't you are right it exists here right other people can't always see the light, but you have to make sure that you can see the light right. and believe it's there. That's how you find it. Right. That's how you find it. You know, one of the greatest philosophers said? What? Tell me. When you find that light, you'll do everything in your power to never allow it to extinguish again. That's mm-hmm. your guiding light. Very true. Find that. Just Very like true. Nip found it. He found something, but he had to go on a journey. Dad took him to Africa. Sometimes mm-hmm. we have to leave our environment, right? Right. So when I started working with those kids from Jane and Finch, who's ever been to High Park during Cherry Blossom season? Have you ever been? No. Yo, you I've been to High go. Park, but not. You got to go. Cherry Blossoms in what? <laughs> over over three thousand trees there. No way. I started taking those kids from Jane and Finch, and we brought them to High Park just to see the cherry blossoms. Tens of thousands of people walking around. Just checking out these beautiful cherry blossoms. They're only there for like three blown. weeks. I'm mind blown. Right? I have no idea. Do you know how meaningful that was to the kids from Finch coming downtown? Just being in a natural environment where it doesn't cost you any money to be in the park. Right. And this blissful thing was happening, was right. taking place. They loved it. They loved it. And then mm-hmm. we were able to connect with Contact Photography Festival and had these kids take pictures of all the trees. This is community, <laughs> yo. This is uh-huh. community. The head of contact, the executive director of contact, connects with Patterson and says, we got this great initiative. These kids from Jane and Finch, they've taken this exhibit, they've taken these pictures, and they have them, uh, they shot the cherry blossoms downtown. You know what he did? Because the year before, Scotiabank allowed us in their lobby to set up for Contact Photography Festival, which was great. He got Patterson to donate two billboards in Jane and Finch where the kids had all their pictures up no, that's all big. their names that's public big. That's so their big. parents could see their names Yeah, I'm going to give you, yeah. That's community. That's community. Amazing. That's the power of community. That is the power of community. And when you're not serving yourself and you're helping to serve others, right? community can come out to assist. Right. That's magic. I think that's huge, especially for entrepreneurs and, you know, entrepreneurship in Toronto. And I've, I've spoken about this before on my social, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I find that a lot of times in Toronto, I think it's a common theme that mm-hmm. people are less likely to support mm. for different ways. And I, yeah. and I said this in the video. I said, years ago, I went to a Janae Aiko concert yes. at Manifesto. 
she asked for people to put up their hands and no one uh, put their hands up and i was just sitting there like crazy you guys are so salty like it's janae aiko and like now all of them will put up their hands you know but i think that's like maybe a, a common thing that happens in in toronto yeah. so i put up that post and there was tons of people underneath the mm. comment section just like the, i experienced this this mm -hmm. is so real there's levels to this mm -hmm. and so i just wanted to highlight like community support it takes nothing for you to support your nothing. friends you know the nothing. same way you support celebrities the same way you big up you know people that you've never met before you know a community Absolutely. support means everything in entrepreneurship everything and so if we can like let's say even reach one person through oh, this yeah. video to, to try to like change their mind and thinking okay well maybe i'm not gonna repost that for them because for whatever reason like if it's nothing to you do it because you never know where oh, yeah. your that blessing is gonna always, like intense, always right? help out if you can always that's Definitely. a rule that's a rule to live by one thing that sticks to me and the reason why I'm doing this and why I started this, being a mom, it's not just so that, you know, I can look at my son and say he's my inspiration. It's because later on in life, if my son ever comes to me and is like, mommy, I want to do this, mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm feeling a little nervous mm -hmm. or I, I don't know if I can. <clears throat> I want to be able to be like, listen, I get it. Mommy's been there too, mm -hmm. but the things that are uncomfortable, the things that you don't know, the things that you're scared to do, yeah. you, you got to try it. Absolutely. And how it's a leadership. Yeah. How can you tell someone you got to do something if I haven't done that? And so the other True. day I had a moment and, and, you know, I'm not a really a shy person, mm -hmm. right? But I was on Clubhouse. Have you ever heard of Clubhouse app? No. I haven't. Okay, so this is an audio app. You can yes. just talk, right? And I was in a room full of like 900 people, and there's a, a panel list of 20 yes. people. There's, mm. there's one celebrity that I know, right? Yes. And so he invited me to be a speaker. Oh, I think I've heard and, yes. and there was a moment where I knew I wanted to speak, and my heart was like, this. <laughs> dum, found dum, it. Dum, dum, dum. And I'm not, I'm not normally a shy person, mm. right? And then they were speaking about something about parenting, and then I just took the opportunity. I was like, can. Can, can I speak real quick? Right. And they're like, yeah, yes, queen, go ahead, speak. And I said it. And one night, like I was shaking. I feel mm -hmm. like I could hear my voice for sure. <laughs> it for sure. It was shaking for sure. Right. And when I got off that call, I yes. went right upstairs. I went upstairs and I had like the, just the biggest, like anxious, nervous oh, wow. smile. And I looked at my mom and I just, I was like, mom, you won't believe what I just did. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? And I, and I attributed that moment simply for the fact that I want my son Zachariah to take those chances in his mm -hmm. life. Amazing. You just gotta, you just gotta do it. You just gotta do it. And even you know, as my level of I would say, you mm -hmm. know, confidence and comfortability talking, there's still gonna be moments like that where you find yourself a little bit like nervous. Oh yeah. And there's gonna be moments like that, but you gotta work through those. Absolutely. And that's my main reason for like the understanding the power and the beauty of leadership. Yes. I think it's so beautiful. I want to give you your flowers while you're here because oh, I'm so, so thankful much. because. All those things that you said, all those gems, I'm going to go home and Google them. I'm going to go home and write those quotes in a book because you're speaking to me. I know you're speaking to them. And I just want to say that I wish you tons of more success. Thank it, you so it's much. already yours. You're Thank moving you. your feet every day and you're impacting. You impacted me in this moment. Truly it's coming it. to you. Yours is there as well. Yours I, is there. I receive it. I receive it. This is Driven Bless Episode you. 2.